in the spirit and behold the throne was set in heaven and one sat on the throne and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone and there was a rainbow around the throne in sight like unto an emerald and around about the throne were four and twenty seats and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting clothed with white raiment and they had on their heads crowns of gold, and out of the throne proceeded lightnings, and thunderings, and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto a crystal, and in the midst of the throne, and around about the throne, were four beasts full of eyes before and behind and the first beast was like a lion the second like a calf the third had a face as a man and the fourth beast was like a flying eagle and the four beasts had each of them six wings about him and they were full of eyes within and they rest not day and night saying holy 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 lord god almighty which is, which was, which is, and which is to come. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him, that sat on the throne and worship him, that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns before him before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things for Thy pleasure they are and were created. This an artist, Os, egas, os, 
the Lamb of God, the priestly Lamb of God, the Holy Lamb of God, the righteous Lamb of God, slain for the sins of men. Through the eternal spirit you offered of your blood without spot, without blemish unto your God holy 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 as holy as he is so are you as bright as he is so are you as powerful as he is so are you as meek as he is so are you. The exemplary man. The example for mankind. He who all men should follow. Whose steps all men should take. Whose path all men should follow. The light of the world. The light of men. The gift of the Father. We exalt you. We honor you. We worship you. Thank you. Thank you. We welcome you here this morning. We know you are here already. Even with your hosts. They who do who teach the earth to worship. Who show the earth how to worship. Who teach creation how to worship. Whose very formation is worship. Whose essence is worship. Who you have made us an arrays of with worship. Worship. Wisdom of worship. 
of how to give glory to you. Thank you, our God, our Lord, this morning. We just pray, Lord, let our heart, allow our hearts, Lord, to, to find that place. And the place where we exercise those, those true moments when our wheels are surrendered. This, holy moments when our person gives way when all we are crumbles just in submission to your life and to your way and to your truth and to your word and to your spirit and to your presence and all that is yours and all that is manifested as yours thank you father thank you thank you for even mercy in your heart raising altars around the, the earth Altars where this worship should happen. Within the hearts and the souls of men. Bringing many into recognition. Into awareness of that divine will. Heaven. That all men should behold the Son of God. That they should see Him. And they should all hear His voice. And they should all be quickened. Thank you, Father, for the privilege. Thank you. Lord, we thank you this morning, especially for access to your table, to your word, to feast with you, to fellowship with your thought. Thank you, our God, this morning for the spirit of that communion which is present at this moment, which you cause every heart to be baptized into as you give utterance, Lord, of the secret things in your heart which men ought to know. Thank you, our Father, for the holy written word that was crafted by the Spirit given to, to men so that by it we can have passage into your things, into your realms, into your word. Father, we pray that you will use these scriptures which you have given to us as, as keys to open those doors, Lord. We ask for the gift of the anointing of utterance this morning to speak your word, to fellowship around your revealed truth so that every heart can be blessed. Thank you. I yield my blessing unto you. I pray you use it, Lord, as you will this morning and as you please. And may every moment this morning be a moment of worship, a moment of sub submission. Thank you, our Father. You, we give all the glory unto your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. God bless you. Amen. Please, you can just settle down. Amen. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Could please just say hi and welcome to someone. Say welcome this morning. Praise God. Greetings to everyone connected online. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How are you? You're blessed. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Praise God. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. Say amen. 
Amen. I want to just see if we can um, start with a kind of recap of maybe Wednesday or Saturday before. Just well, let's start with Wednesday. Praise God. Um, does anyone remember Saturday? I want very quick operations now. Praise God. Amen. I need someone to just help me. Amen. Don't worry. You don't have to get every single thing that was said. Just help. Praise the Lord. I, I think it, maybe it's a bit it's important for, for us to maybe just try and we can connect things. Um, things that have been said recently. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Okay. Don't worry. Just... Okay, Uncle Jimmy. God bless you. Uncle Jimmy always helps me out. Amen. Praise God. Um, yes, um, I think we continued with the flow of the subject of dominion we've been looking at, but um, last week really started with um, you reading that same revelation. 12 again from verse 10 to 13 i believe and then we looked at dominion but you you started by emphasizing some things about the importance of flesh in the salvation program right because you said something about the fact that it is it is um whoever owns the flesh that owns the dominion of the earth right so we began to see the separation between what flesh is as creation like what god made versus flesh that we've seen over time that the enemy has worked on and part of the things that we learned was the fact that the whole operation of the dominion of the enemy we are seeing right now is based on the fact that he has invested a lot in the flesh of men and the thing is god is interested he himself is interested because it is whosoever controls men that has the full dominion so and we began to see that how that um dominion happened is because flesh has married sin through um the dispensation of the thing that the prince of the power of the air has given and then we saw why it was very important for jesus to come in the flesh because he condemned sin in the flesh so um one of the things we saw was that jesus lived what seemed like a normal life but every day um he was overcoming and destroying like the works of the devil in the flesh right and then we moved into um the conversation of seeing that um that flesh actually okay so i'm just trying to articulate that flesh actually must um must journey to a point where it is fully surrendered for god to use it right and it is when it gets to that point that it can be rewarded or it can do some specific works and then for reward to come so we began to see that um, essentially um, when when the strength of flesh is done from the way I I was seeing it or the way I understood it then specific works are taught for reward to come so Jesus fulfilled this cause to a point where um, he he overcame the world as we saw because we, we were learning that um, the temptation experience that he had um, with the devil at the wilderness point was first the overcoming of for the overcoming of the world but the one with um judas 
was the overcoming of Satan himself because Satan filled Judas is out. So you were explaining how that operation worked out because a quick work had to be done. It was not more like Judas grew um, um, to become to perdition, but he kind of yielded himself. But it was for us to to it was for so. But Jesus overcame because he had what the everlasting strength was about. And then we began to see that the, one of the key separations of the everlasting strength that makes a difference it's its ability to endure over a long time and not to to give to give up or not to lose life as it were so the way this thing the way this thing translated because a lot of things were said last week in in that message one of the things we also learned was that season of reward is the season of judgment right so um when 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 reward comes um as we're looking at in the book of revelations um there will be some that would reign with the lord jesus right and then there'll be some that will be condemned to eternal damnation as it were um sorry it's a little disjointed i'm just trying to to pick the the pieces so i believe my my own my own like take homes as it were was just seeing that the whole conversation of of um everlasting strength or everlasting life um really is um is very important because uh the final works of the enemy cannot really be destroyed except this strength is ministered um and uh yeah that that's 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 what i remember sorry okay but let, let me add one last thing um part of it was also sorry 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 um part of it also had to do with um I think I'll just give someone else and maybe if someone else remembers more. No. Okay. Praise God. Um, I regarding last Saturday, I think one of the things that we're looking at was the um, the issue of power and how that translates into dominion, and then we looked at how. Um, the same way we know that um, the power of God is Christ, and then that translates into like God having dominion in our hearts. And for me, I think one of the things I was learning was how the power is very subtle, and for someone to have dominion, it means there there have been like several works that have been done in you, and then dominion means that they take like the absolute control of everything. I think that we looked at Revelations. Um, Revelation 11, verse 15, verse 15, that says, And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And for me, I was just seeing how when God is reigning in us, it means there's nothing of the devil that is left in us. And his power has to be revealed to us every time, and that kind of like takes away the um, the works of the enemy in us. Till God ha- would have full dominion over us. And I think another thing that I was learning was the fact that everything that the enemy is teaching us, or everything that this world has, one of the things you mentioned, is summed up in lust and pride. And um, 
there's nothing else like everything that you are showing us how the world everything do you like you use the example of you and gathering together everything that they are discussing there's nothing in it other than lust and pride and these things are the works of the enemy because all he wants to do as well is to steal to kill and to destroy so you were just making us see like there was a lot of things that a lot of examples that you were giving and making us to understand that the um actual for me, I think what I was learning was this. We don't have any other choice other than to stay with God because that's where safety is. And um, you also spoke about the church being the potential for, um, for God to be able to use to grow people that can actually be caught up and those people that are worthy and people that can be his people in order to overcome um, the enemy. And I think one last thing as well was you talked about preaching, how the same way um, that preaching is the, I can't remember how you explained it exactly, but what I understood was the fact that preaching is where that power is for dominion to come. So it is by preaching, the enemy is not going to come and appear to you and say, today I'm going to destroy you. It is true preaching, true raising of men that would actually preach these things to us. So the same way the enemy is doing his own, raising his own people, God is also raising people to preach to us. And that's why we have to submit to the people that he has put in place of authority. Um, there's orderliness in, in the realm of the spirit. And we have to submit to the people that God has raised to preach to us because that is where we can actually be saved. That you have to, you have to bring yourself down. You have to submit totally to everything that the Lord is saying through them, and that's how we can um, grow up spiritually and overcome the enemy. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm very sorry. I just, yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you very much, Shion. Okay, I think that was last Saturday. Okay, so last Wednesday. I, because I, I just kind of modeled, I, I lost my, my thought there, but okay, I remember now, so sorry. So I think for, for, for me or for us, one of the things we, we saw was, again, that thing like I said, of whoever owns the, whoever controls the flesh um, is who has the real dominion, right? And then we were seeing, or, or the way I was saying it was, the dominion of the soul pushes out of the body. So you kept um, using us, um, using that, like you kept showing us from the scriptures, like use the example of the software. You were like, when dominion has finished or when, when works have been done in the soul, they still must be pushed out in the, the body particularly, right? So you, you said something about like, you can have something in your mind, you could have transmitted it in a disc, but if you don't put it in the computer, right you would not really see like the the real effect of it right so um then that was when we entered the whole conversation of jesus how jesus came is he, he like um he walked in the spirit and by walking in the spirit every day um taking it step by step we are really undoing those works in the flesh and then um we went back to the book of revelations uh we began to see what the the progression of the scripture was or the progression of the whole conversation of dominion and i remember we read the um revelation chapter 14 we looked at um the lamb that stood on top of mount zion and the 144,000 so we saw that the 144,000 were made up of the people that overcame 
um, the people that were killed in the court, in the um, like as that Revelation thirteen fifteen said, and he that had power to give life unto the image of the beast, and that image of the beast should speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And one of the things we we saw on Wednesday was that some people would not um, would not um, bow to the beast, and because of this, they will be killed in the body. So we went to the book of Matthew chapter 24 and 25 to begin to see like Jesus's conversation and Jesus making reference to to those things also right um and I believe one of the things we we saw in that Matthew 25 that stood out for me was the parable of the virgins and the parable of the the talent right and one of the things that we learned with the parable of the talent is God is giving grace to all of us like God God knows what we capacity of what we can bear right so he gives this grace as per the measure that he sees right and it is our own duty to just be faithful with all these things that are coming because um, that's what happened to the guy with one talent basically is they gave him one maybe he thought he deserved more or something so he did not use the one and one of the things we took out is we need to it is in the obeying and the using of these things that we can actually enter into the joy of our Lord or to follow him into that point where we can reign, right? So we began to see that this 144,000, uh, it's because of the overcoming of some of, of these guys that the everlasting gospel will open and it will be able to be preached, right? And um, I believe one another note that you made was for us to also be sensitive of what is happening around us now because we're like, the everlasting gospel is open. And it is being preached, and that means that people are joining, right? So, um, because there's a way we will just sit here and think maybe we are, we are the ones that are ahead, right? But guys are pressing into things into the spirit, and because of that, like the atmosphere, everything is changing. So we followed the the flow of of those things. Then we saw the the um the fact that God is going to do one final work, which is the pouring out of the the plagues right and when those plagues are poured out again it is the way i saw it again was it is like god's chance because god does not want any soul to perish right so because those plagues are poured out some souls will turn but some souls will still be hell bent on following or because they've learned a way or because they've been grown in a way or, or another kind of strength has been developed in them so they will not turn right and that is when um we got to uh I believe it was uh, Revelation. Um, we saw um, Revelation 17, what will happen at the end, and then they will still kind of rent God and say they will not turn. And that will be what will finally lead to the war that will happen when Jesus will come and reign with it, and when Jesus will come with his own armies, which who are made up of the people that overcame, right? And then they would war against um, these other guys, the false prophets and... Um, the yeah, with the beast right and then the the enemy himself will finally be be taken away and i believe one of the things you also alluded to was the difference between again the prophetic and the the priestly i uh, and i think that, that that's a theme that we've been seeing since the beginning of the year when you describe who the false prophet was right and just to connect what shaun said one of the key things that um the prophets have like you said is preaching power right mm -hmm. uh, and that preaching power is actually how the 
dominion is exchanged that, that's the link with the with the last last um last saturday's message because you said something that um about the fact that um those words words have um you said death and life is in the power of the tongue right and um so basically you said whatever is happening to a soul if we can x-ray it spiritually we would find out that it is a particular type of tongue that is talking to the soul that is causing the soul to maybe do to be killed or to receive life and then we began to see what the goal of our lord jesus is which is to give us life and to give us life more abundantly and we saw that what that life more abundantly is is to finally cap a soul to a point where the soul cannot be destroyed at all uh, and another thing you also said like she said was the church is the place that has potential to receive these words and dominion so i i guess from for me my take home is these words are coming and but they are not just words um a something much maybe because we can't see it physically but something is actually really happening in the atmosphere right but these things are real um i know when when i was coming to fellowship i was i was just thinking about how when you were explaining what happened to judas jesus and and you were talking about how jesus overcame him I, I had not really, to be very honest with you, the the whole everlasting message. Yeah. I had not. I had not really. I, I knew yeah. like we hear the words, the everything you see. But when you began to really explain mm-hmm. why everlasting strength yes. is needed to finish the works, I I actually saw that that strength is very different from yeah. the maybe the Christ yeah. the, the Christ at that level because I saw that. that because I was just asking myself, uh, if I was Jesus, I, I, I thought of like many possibilities of things. Maybe not necessarily killing Judas or something, but but you know, running away, like just maybe sending him on another mission. Or, but the fact is, when you made when you made that point about the fact that the game was actually about the enemy and like trying, it was like an endurance battle. And Jesus had to expire in strength. So one thing I was saying is that the works of the enemy are actually deeper within the, the soul. They are, they are deeper. And they even like stem out the body. They, 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 they enter everywhere, right? So this is why these things need to be preached. And, and all these words sometimes it's hard to really visualize them, right? But when you see them in, in, in terms of like natures and things that have rested in the heart, then maybe, maybe we can begin to make more sense yeah. of this thing and how Jesus withstood him for, I think it was three and a half years, knowing that this guy has a mission and he was able to expire him. I, I believe this, these things, you know, may God just allow these things rest in our hearts and help us know them. Sorry, sorry, I modeled it up. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. As you're speaking, it occurred to me that that, that three and a half years of enduring is a, is a prophetic statement, you know, because three and a half years is, is a, that's the time of your, of, of the, of the, of graduation, right, from that um, order, right, the order of, um, in terms of the journey of, Right, the temple you get according to Revelation chapter uh, eleven when they were yeah. So, 
So that, that thing is the Holy Ghost using that to teach, to connect it, to make us see that there is something prophetic, right? Because that was our, around the amount of time that he had to endure that season, right? So that was a season that the, the Holy Ghost is subjected Jesus to for him to fulfill that obedience. Praise God. Uh-huh. So, and you see, that, that everlasting nature, there's a way you can see it. An example is the nature of the devil. Right? That nature is that you know he can't turn. He, he just doesn't have it in him to change. It's because of the, the, the strength behind that thing. It's an everlasting strength. It's more than worldliness. Right? That nature is more than worldliness. Praise God. It's something greater than that. And so, so that kind of strength is, uh, is also is a kind of strength that God wants to put inside men. That God wants men to be strong in that way. That you get to a point where you can't, you can't turn again in terms of your, you've taken a position in righteousness, right? Where you can't turn again. Praise God. And so that, that kind of thing is, is what the word of oath, what you call the word of oath or, or the strong meat of the word. According to Hebrews chapter, chapter 5, right? Say strong meat is for them that are full of age who by reason of use have had their senses exercised to the sun. So that strong meat is the meat that can make a soul everlasting. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That can, that can make a soul what? Ever, everlasting. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 That, okay, does somebody else who have a contribution as well uh, to what has been said? Thank you so much. That was wonderful. Praise God. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Somebody, or, or even if it's a question. Um, okay, you have a question. Praise God. There you go. Uh, my, my question really is, um, you know how, um, when, I believe, when after the matter was cut up, and yes. then the devil was, says that the devil fell to the, uh-huh. and he says, woe to people who, who um during the earth and in the sea. Um really I guess my my question really really is obviously when if he say if he says woe, that means everybody's in trouble. Like you said <laughs> like you said the last time you say may the may the devil not I don't know if like may the devil not come now. <laughs> that means that means everybody at individual level has works. Yes. All right. And um, if your work is not really as strong as the devil, he has the ability to do something to you. I don't know what that thing can look like, you know. Um, but when when he says that every, um, um, every man will be rewarded as his works shall be, I just I just want to like find out how, for example, the if if you're not like. Like how I don't know, I don't know how to put the question, but I guess the question really is, what can like the devil do in terms of? Because it's almost like as we're reading it for that reward, it's almost like when you finish, mm-hmm. or and then obviously the devil will have some people that he will turn, and then some people will have like 
like a perfect work that will probably be rewarded. Okay. So is that reward like does it does it come to for example will it come to somebody that is like only Christ? Okay. Okay. The or will it God. the yeah the reward the when reward. the eternal reward and then those when when the devil comes. Because he said he says he's going to go after the the woman, mm. which is the church and the remnants. Mm. So, will he have the in that period also? Will he have the ability to turn people who have not inherited like everlasting works? Okay. You know, and will it be allowed? I don't know if the question is making sense. Or uh, I don't know if so. Let us ask my question. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, that is the question though. <laughs> okay, praise God. Um, so that I think the answer, but the answer is also there in Revelation chapter. Chapter. Is there any other question to start with? Um, apart from his own. For now. Okay. Praise God. Let's, okay, let's see that Revelation chapter um, chapter twelve, right? It's chapter twelve. Praise God. In from verse uh, eleven, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. And therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. And woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the Man, child, praise God. Um, so this thing of being cast down uh, to the earth. Um, so now before he was cast down to the earth, it doesn't mean that he doesn't operate from the earth before. Um, or he, he didn't have operations on the earth. It's just that he had a position which was more useful to him in terms of his the massive, massive operation of deception, where he, in that position that he, he would have, but he, which he still has at this moment. You know, from that place in chapter, in Ephesians, he said, call him the prince of the power of the air, right? The same spirit. So there is something called the power of the air, right? He is the prince over that power. He became the prince over the power of the air. The power of the air is the ability to preach to men inwardly. That's the power of the air. The, is the ability to, the ability to make things occur to men through a spiritual route, right on the inside. Praise God! It's because of that power of the air. That's why men's hearts are exposed to. To evil thoughts, just being on the earth, you have there's a, there's a constant flow of thoughts that can come in. If that power ceases, you men will, will notice, you will notice 
mm. when that if that power is no longer operating that way in terms of the free flow of thoughts, death thoughts, thoughts of unrighteousness that flow or call inwardly. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Yes. So it's now when you see that that prince of the power of the air, he has he is the prince of the power of the air and then he has all kinds of angelic spirits who he uses to push the thing materials from the air into men and because they have that realm they have the realm of the air the realm of the air is the realm where that connects all men Praise God. That's what the air spiritually is. It's, a, it's, actually, it's actually a spiritual reality. If you can trace that realm of the air, is, if you can follow your thought, where did your thought, things are caught to you that did not come from God directly. It means that they didn't come from, there's something about that region of the air. That's why one of the reasons why it was important to get your spirit born again is that you need to give God another channel that God can, can use. Praise God. It doesn't mean that God cannot use the medium of the air too in a way. But for that to be done, warfare must have been fought. For every time for the Lord to use the vehicle of the air, which is, most, which is usually involves an angelic operation. Praise God. Like in time of Daniel, this, you saw an example of that where there was a prince of Persia. Praise God. That prince of Persia is actually a spirit. There is a king of Persia. Uh, there are kings in that region. But there is, there is the prince in the Old Testament when they speak about the prince. Right? You know, like when they spoke about Tyre, for example. They, they spoke about the king of Tyre first. You see him, the things he said. You, when you see the things he's saying, his behavior, he's behaving like Satan himself. Right? But when you see him, he was speaking from more of an outwardly dominant place, position. Praise God. And then you now, you now spoke about, you now the, the Spirit now, or the Lord now said, take up a lamentation concerning the, the prince of Tyre. That prince, in that language, prince is higher than king. It's a spiritual wisdom there of communication. You see in the book of Revelation, who is the prince of the kings of the earth? You know what the meaning of that is? The prince of the kings of the earth. So the, the prince is not just ordinary prince in the sense of the prince who is a child of the king. Not that definition. They are talking about the prince in that sense is higher than the king. So the prince means the spiritual force, entity that is behind the manifestation of dominion. That is being that you are seeing. That's what who is behind the outward manifestation. That's that is the king. I want to say king there. Now the prince is also a king, but when it's a prince, he's talking about it from a is a more spiritual. You got what I mean? So he's behind so who is behind where does the king get his his source from? Where does he get his seat from? Where does he get his power from? Where does he get his dominion from and his authority from? That is the prince. Praise God. And so every king on the earth has princes behind them. The princes are the controllers of kings. 
How many of us believe that? You know, the kings of the earth today, they are kings of the earth right now. Those are the, influ- the outward influencers of culture. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are the ones who influence the culture, who influence how men behave, how men think, what men say, mm-hmm. men's causes, men's concern, mm-hmm. men's way of life. Mm-hmm. Praise God. They, they are the ones who define for a generation. They define what men do. Mm-hmm. These, are, these people are men also. Mm-hmm. Praise God. They, and of course, they are not usually necessarily in the house of power and all that. But they are kings. In other words, they manifest physically. They are, phys- they are men, but who are able to push things from spirits. Who are able to push things from spirits and turn them into in a way that men can easily interpret. Do you understand that? So, so in that sense, in that way, the way the scripture arranges it, the princes are higher than the king. So he took the Lord saying, he said, son of man, take up a lamentation about the the prince of Tyre. Then, that, in that lamentation, the secret of who the 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 actual king, the secret of his power. So, and at, at that point in the world, the the at that point in the world, that king of Tyre was the most powerful king in terms of. Um, it's possible that maybe in terms of just pure warfare. It's possible there might be other kingdoms at that time who were stronger than him in terms of raw battle. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But when it came to who is influencing men's life, yeah. are you getting me? If you re- go and read that place, look at what his boast was. Are you getting me? Do, do, should, we, should we read it? Um, Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 28. Praise God. You see, there's a difference. Praise God. Sorry, it's actually the other way around in chapter 28. So they spoke about the prince first and then the king, the king later. But in Daniel, it was the other way. Praise God. Let's see Daniel. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> we'll come back to Ezekiel. We'll read it here. But I want to see, see Daniel. Praise God. For it was the prince of Persia. Am I correct? <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. What, what chapter was that? What what verse? Daniel chapter ten. Thirteen. Okay. It says for the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. All right. This was the angel speaking. Praise God. But lo, Michael, Michael, one of the chief princes. So Michael was, is also a prince too. So they use the word prince for Michael. Yes, sir. So he came to me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. Praise God. Now, these kings of Persia are also, um, so it's not, uh, you see, it's not capital letter K. It's using it's a small letter K, right? Kings of Persia. So these kings, they are also spirits. 
Are you seeing yeah. that? So and now I've come to make you understand that what shall before thy people in latter days for their vision is for many days. Praise God. Uh, then let me see. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Okay, in chapter 12, what's there? Okay, Michael, what well, he spoke to Michael about as the prince, right? Yes, sir. Chapter 12, verse 1. It says, At that time shall Michael, the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. Do you see that? And there shall be a time of trouble such as was never seen since there was a nation. Right? And at that time the people shall be saved, everyone that shall be found written in the book. So you're seeing make reference to right, Michael as a prince. Right? You saw there. Then um, in verse in verse chapter 10, verse 13, it said, Lo, Michael, one of the what? The chief the chief princes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 20, he says, And then said he, Knowest thou wherefore I come unto thee? Verse 20, And now I will return to fight with the prince of Persia, and when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Grecia shall come. Are you seeing this was the angels speak, speaking? Are you seeing? Yeah. So you are using princes, major, majorly, the word princes are used to depict those spiritual Forces. Do you get that? Yes. Now, um, in, in Ezekiel chapter 28, praise God. Hallelujah. So they use the word prince of Tyre mm. there. Yes, sir. Praise God. Let's see. And thus said the Lord God, all prince, thus said the Lord God, because thine heart is lifted up. And because thou hast said, I am a God, I sit in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas. Yet thou art a man, and not God, right? Mm-hmm. Thou art, for though thou set thine heart as the heart of God, say, behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that they can hide from thee. So this prince, is an, is, he was a physical prince. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I believe the reason why they wouldn't use king here is that probably on the earth, he was probably a prince. So that used to occur a lot at that time. For example, um, if you think of um, um, praise God, Hallelujah. let's say in Persia, let's say even that Persia or media, media or Persia, they were almost like provinces of the Babylonian Empire. Do you agree? So let's say Nebuchadnezzar is the king of Babylon. Mm-hmm. He is a king. Yes, but if you speak about the, the prince, the region of Persia, he's probably one of, one of his sons, yeah. right? Yeah. Who will be the ruler in Persia, who is a prince, but he is having a kingly role yeah. in Persia. But the scripture might call him, probably will call him a prince, but really he's manifesting as a king. In other words, he is the man in that region of Persia, who the people see as their king. Are you getting that? So it's possible that in this time, or in this time entire, that it was maybe the, it's probably a prince of an actual king who was reigning in this region. Praise the Lord. (coughs) Amen. So, so he says here, 
um, thus said the Lord God, because thou said in thy in in thy thine heart is lifted up, because thou hast said, I am God, I sit in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas, for yet thou art a man. So this is clear that this one is talking about the physical man who was there. Praise God. Then in, when he spoke about the king of Tyre, now of course, there will be a spiritual prince over that region. Mm -hmm. But when he spoke about the king of Tyre, he's speaking about the devil himself, yes. Satan, who is, who is the, um, so let's say the prince of Persia, for example, he is a prince under this king, mm. right, mm. who is the devil. Mm. Amen. Amen. But it says then that thou art the anointed cherub. So it's very clear. This is not a man. Mm -hmm. The other one said thou art a man. Mm -hmm. This one said thou art the what? Anointed. The anointed cherub that covereth. Praise God. Um, okay. Let's see. So let's go back to that revelation. Mm -hmm. Chapter 12. <clears throat> Amen. 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 So in the, in the air, you see that that position of the air is the realm where the secret behind every dominion is coming from. Praise God. So you find that men on the earth who have dominion physically over culture, over men, over people, is because of how much, um, how much exposure that they have to these spirits. Mm. So like th that prince of, this prince of Tyre, which you mentioned now, mm. it's very clear that he will be constantly speaking. Mm. He will be constantly hearing the conversation mm -hmm. of probably the devil himself. So the devil must have talk told all the other guys, leave way. This Tyre, this Tyre guy, let me handle him directly. Right? right? Because of that guy's position. Mm. If you check where that entire kingdom is, it, it owns the sea area where a lot of the commas and all of those things are happening. So usually when a man, and the, the Lord can groom men into such positions on the earth, so the devil can do that. And a lot of times, he can be the one, he can take over that job constantly. Right? And just say, okay, this person, I will be directly operating and speaking to you and telling you what to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you have such an operation here. So when the chapter 12 is saying that um, the devil is cast down. So when he's cast down here, um, it means that he, is no he no longer has that room for that kind of activity anymore. Where he can make thoughts hang in the air. And masses of people are thinking the same thing. Mm. The same thing is occurring to them. Mm. The same kind yeah. of ideas they are conceiving, the same kind of ideas at the same time. Yes, Praise God. Hallelujah. It's hard to, be hard to do that. Now, when he was occupying this place in the air, it doesn't mean that he can't still have an exercise on the earth that is very, very direct and outwardly manifest. We saw that example when he did it with Judas. Mm -hmm. 
right? When he came and filled Judas's heart, it wasn't that he, it wasn't that he, um, it wasn't that Judas was just hearing some revelation or something, or it was just some deception. Praise God. Judas was constantly, Judas did not have a break from his position. Constantly, and to do that, usually a guy who's just been influenced by spirit, sometimes he's there to be correct, sometimes he's based on, praise God. You know, sometimes when they come under the, a very holy environment, they can, their head can be, you know what I mean? But Judas wasn't like that. Judas has his own, he, was, he has his way he was thinking constantly. You know, imagine in such a great awesome moment when that alabaster box was broken. Such a, such a moment. I can imagine the atmosphere in so, at such a, a period. And everybody must have been, wow, wow, what a thing, what a thing. And then he had the strength to come and say, no, no, this is right, this is, this is not right. We could have given this to the poor. It means someone had filled his heart. Praise God. The devil had filled his heart. And filling his heart is not, like I said, it's not growing him up. He's talking about the devil literally almost pos- using his soul. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the devil can do such, he can do such things. Praise God. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> now, but at this time, what you are saying here is, when that the there has been victory has been won in terms of what prevails spiritually over men, the heavens have been taken. Then what? This the devil coming down is not him coming down physically, all right? It's not what not necessarily where you maybe you see a person physically and say that wow this is no. What they are speaking about here is is similar to the same kind of way Judas was. Do you agree how Judas was towards Jesus? Do you see how Judas was behaving towards Jesus? That's the same kind of operation. Here, when you say woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he had but what a short time. Amen. And then he says, and when the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman, which brought forth the man child. He persecuted the woman, which brought forth what the man child. Now that persecution is is talking about physical a lot of times would be, of course, not just physical, there's also the psychological, other parts of it, but there is also then the physical, because you now have, when he has come down, you means you now have people who, who are filled with him. You now have men who are filled with him. You have, you have men who are not just getting revelation that he's giving them. You have men who he has filled... They can, he can expressly control to do things outwardly. Who can break through normal restraint? Th- places that no man will go to, I'm like, wow, this is too much. Let's not do this. They can break through such things. They don't care. He can, you get what I'm saying? He can fill them, amen, and make them act in certain ways. And one of the things that they will do, the way to manifest, is that they will begin to now attack people, praise God, who are on the path to 
inheritance. Are you seeing that? They will, they will do all kinds of things. The devil will do all kinds of things against them. But you now see towards the end, you begin to see more physical manifestation of activities against people who are on the path of inheritance. So that's what this going after the church means. After it comes down, you begin to, so you begin to see more physically manifest things that are being done against the church. Does that make sense? Now, when that begins to happen, there has to be a help. The church has to be helped. Do you agree? The church has to be what? Church has to be helped. Now, do you know it's not only Judas who were possessed by the devil in Jesus' time. Many of the Pharisees were. There's a difference. If you check Jesus' day, there's a difference between any time you see souls who are joining to this thing, certain occurrences must happen. Because at such season, when men are joining towards these things, it's, they are called end times. Those are, see, there was an end time at that season after Jesus died. Then that, that century, the church grew journeyed into an end time. Towards the season, let's say the end of the first century of the church. Praise God. Towards the end of the first century of the church, you now see the same kind of things that that happened to Jesus now began to happen again. But it happened again to men who are now caught into the place that Jesus had got into when such things were happening. And these things happen to many of them. Many, many of those apostles, many of them, they had physical assault. Many of them died in, in strange kind of ways. Praise God. So, because those were also times like this, they were. And, and many, but many of them, they didn't. They were not. They didn't. They weren't subject to maybe the same. The Lord, um, praise God. Hallelujah. I mean, the Lord helped them to a great degree. Amen. Amen. Um, but um, the, the church, the church has, to, has a role to play. The church has a, has a very important role to play in, in things, praise God. Um, amen. amen. Now, if you look at Jesus' time, let's say, for example, you saw the Pharisees, most of those people, it's possible that Satan might have even possessed the high priests, mm-hmm. those chief priests. For me, I don't feel there was any high priest in that time. Um, the high priestly thing, maybe they, they must have just forgotten about it, the high priest mm-hmm. operation. Amen. Because you can't really have high priests when there is no ark. Right? There, is, there was really no ark. The religion of the most holy was not really functioning. So, and then, and you know, how, how the way you raise a high priest is through there must be a transfer of knowledge. Yeah. So, the, the era of a high priesthood had gone for a long time, but they were just priests. And but many of those people were not really priests, they were just ceremonial priests mm-hmm. who were just doing things. Praise God! Mm-hmm. So, but out of them, they were the, the, the ones the Bible calls them the chief priests, not high priests. Mm-hmm. Praise God! They call them the chief priests who are among those who call themselves priests. There were some who were chief. To me, I feel they must have even be more political position. Maybe they elect, they elect them or something. Praise God. So, to me, I feel it's possible that the devil also feel them, their hearts too. 
Mm-hmm. It's possible. Yes, Amen. Amen. Um, so, but if you check the, that kind of operation that, that they had against Jesus, they were very, very physically violent towards him. And it was not just them, it was the devil who was doing it. Praise God. So Jesus had to actually walk in a way. It's a wisdom. He had to use some time. He knows that if he goes through this route, he might end up dying. Because his time has not come. Sometimes he will just hold his peace and find a way. And they, they have to use a way to, are you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To, to, preserve, to preserve him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So they had a way to preserve him until it was actually the time for him to do that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, but, so towards the, this end time, you will see that these same kind of things will begin to happen again. Mm. Yes. It will begin to happen again. Um, now, when he comes, he, he knows that he has a short time. The short time means that men have, are close to coming into the f- fulfillment of their destiny, of their spiritual So when he knows his time is short, he begins to change the operation. Praise God. He begins to do what? To change the operation. So that I'm, I'm part of it becomes more physically violent, which he will do. And the plan for that is to cut off their access to their body. That's what he's doing. There's nothing, when he kills men, he can't kill their soul. He doesn't, he doesn't have an impact on their soul or what their soul has attained. But one thing he can do is to steal their body from them. Do you get that? So that if they don't have their body, he knows they can't continue. Do you see? Praise God. Because it's that in what you are doing in the body is according. What you, you reward you get is according to the deeds that you do in the body. So if he can take your body prematurely, yeah. right? those were things that he was doing. He tried that with Jesus. But of course, God helped. Praise God. There was a lot of help that made sure that that did not happen. Amen. Amen. So this is also a thing. But So you now see the same thing here. There will be also an intervention. Let's see. Verse 13. Says, and when the dragon saw that he was cast out onto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and what? Half a time from the face of the serpent. Praise God. To the woman were given two wings of an of a great eagle that she might what? Fly into where? The wilderness into her place where she is nourished for where? A time and times and what? And half a time. What is the time, times and half a time? Yeah, so that signifies the Sorry? The time of graduation, the season that it takes 
to produce a, uh, a man, to produce an overcomer. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so the woman has to be hidden until the, of the remnant of her seed have also been, become, have developed to a point where they, they can do what? They can overcome. Now, this, this thing, two wings of a great eagle, that, so that she may fly into the wilderness. That what flying into the wilderness, this is what the Bible calls a quick walk. Will it do on the earth? It will cut it short in righteousness. Praise God. Now, movement into the wilderness is the movement, praise God, Hallelujah. of... Um, Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Is the movement of into the cause of Christ, into the learning of Christ. Are you seeing that? It's before this this time, time and a half a time is the final school of overcoming. Mm. But for you before you take that school of overcoming. The soul must have moved into the wilderness. The journey into the wilderness normally takes its own time as well. But for for this season, if God says no, let's leave everything like that. Let everybody go and take time. The devil. (laughs) Now, now, but what will make that quick work possible is because of the removal. Mm. From the air. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Are you getting me? Yeah. Once the air has been cleared, you'll be surprised how quick yeah. men can move. Yeah. Mm. The word flight, mm. praise God, means that when that air means that God can now use the air. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. That would be that would be a season of a quick work. So you see this woman that is slow. You know, this woman is, is actually slow. She has been slow. This woman you call the church. She has been, she has been laboring in an unconducive environment mm. where the whole heaven over her is taken by a wicked spirit mm. who is constantly bombarding. You know, she's trying to preach, but the spirit is preaching messages constantly. When she's going, she's sleeping, the air is talking. Mess deception, which is our current time. You get what I mean? Yeah. Praise God. So, but at this time, and this is thankful for this victory of the, the position, the, that's why when the, the, the work, what the first fruit stands for is very important to the destiny of the church. The first fruit, what the first fruit stands for is very, very important. It means those who will, God, who will go first that those who will go first, what they will do will be very, very, very important. That's why there's a lot of great warfare going on. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you, you get to a point where in one, maybe in one city, there can be one or two men who have overcome. Because of those men, the, what things that normally occur to men will just cease because of their 
their placement in the spirit in that place because of their stature in the spirit. They can, because of who their stature, what they have obtained, having been caught up to God and to the throne, praise God, because of that, they have received a rod of iron. That rod, the purpose of that rod is to beat the nations to shivers. Am I correct? Praise God. Now, that rod is, has power. It's both powerful in heaven, in the heavens and on the earth. Praise God. Such, such men, they, have the, they will have the power to shut the mouth of spirits. Yes. They will have the power to do what? To shut the mouth of spirits. By virtue of their own, what, what their life is releasing into the atmosphere. Their life, their walk, they have become, they have become entities of the throne. They become beings of the throne. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when, when such thing happens, you now discover that because of that, it's in the church, the, the amount of time it takes to, you know how, how much time it takes to make one eye open and see even the meat of the word, to see the word of right, to even see the need and the importance of, praise God. Now, when you are trying to preach to a soul and show them the essence of their salvation, just, just to convince a man to be to take the journey of being conformed to the image of Christ is hard to convince a Christian to do that. Why? It's because of the, a contrary message yeah. mm-hmm. that has been con- constantly being preached. It's from who? The prince of the power of the air. The same spirit that walketh in, mm-hmm. in children of disobedience. Mm-hmm. Amen. But when that thing is no longer that way, it is tantamount to giving the woman wings to fly. Right means that you can easily move men very, very quickly. You see guys who just got born again. In a very, 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 very short time, they are already, they are the, the scriptures of, the, of righteousness will open up clearly to them. Very, very clearly. They will get born again. As they are getting born again, it will be very easy. Are you getting me? Listen. So, now for, for you to get a soul who got born again to... For, the hope of Christ to occur to them. There are many things that must happen. You must be praying for them. You see that Ephesians prayer, which must happen to them. Then you have to go and be teaching them by scripture constantly, constantly, constantly. Even right now, even if you teach and teach someone, still find a way to do their own thing. Praise God. But you must be constant. Imagine how you must be teaching, teaching, teaching every week, every week, teaching, teaching, before finally one day, ah, it was okay. So this is why we, I got born again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. 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 Now, then it won't be like that. Then, just getting born again, even without a preacher, when it, you give the Bible to someone who got born again in that season, what, when they open and begin to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, what they will be seeing will be different. They can, you can give the scripture to a person who got born again, and when they see it, they will not be seeing prosperity. They will not be yeah. seeing all those things. Okay. What they will be seeing is, is calling to righteousness. Calling. It will be occurring yeah. to them. Yes, sir. In terms of their thoughts, what will be landing on them yeah. will be thoughts that pertain. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So, because of that kind of season, it's called a quick walk upon the earth. 
that will be cut short in righteousness. Praise the Lord. So because of that, you will see the church will... Even then, you now see some people who have been wasting time in the church for a long time. Mm. They will all gather wings. Mm. Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. They will gather wings quickly to fly and to move into where? Into the wilderness. Now, what is the, praise God, what's the purpose for the wilderness? Let's see. He says that, and to the woman which were given two wings of a great eagle, that she may fly, might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and what half a time so this learning in the wilderness of time times and half a time is the the school of overcoming praise god and verse 15 and the, the serpent will cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, and that she might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth, and swallowed up the flood, which the what dragon cast out of the of his mouth. Tell me what is the what is the meaning of this? Amen. Amen. Now, what is this earth? The earth helped the woman. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Does anybody have the answer to this? <laughs> anybody? No? Jimmy? You have the answer? Okay. Let's give Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> no, sir. sir, the answer to the question was, you, I think you taught us like two weeks ago, when after one of the meetings, we sat back and we were just trying to ask questions. And you, you said something about the fact that the earth here refers to like si- different things that God will use, like systems in place, again, like physical structures that are in place again to just help preserve the church in this time so that the remnant of the seed can can come up and i think what you said that there was they are more like um it can be maybe decisions or something that god can use anything to protect his own interest it's not as if he's going to leave the church i'm just there like that because if the earth does not swallow up these things then this attack might be too much and the remnants will be aborted in the woman. So that, that's what I remember from what you said, that it just different systems in place that will be able to withstand the barrage of the enemy to, prevent, to preserve the, the woman. So. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, okay. Um, now, the earth... The earth being able to help the woman um, is, um, it has to do with the, the serpent now. Right now, just the earth is sway to, he, to what he is doing. Completely defenseless. Right now, earth here is not the world, 
right? The world is the system which overpowered the earth, which the earth has been using, and which has been gaining strength from the advantage of the devil, right? The prince of the power of the air. Because of that, that is what makes the earth defenseless against him. Praise God. Now, but when he is cast down, he can't, he doesn't have the, suddenly, earth will become a bit strong. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Earth will become a, a little bit stronger in, in terms of its ability to resist things that are coming from where he's flowing from. Yeah. Right? Not now. Not fire. Mm-hmm. Water. Mm-hmm. Not fire. Water. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to the manifestation, outward manifestation, the power of an outward a- attack mm-hmm. doesn't carry the same power as an invisible spiritual attack. Yeah. The the invisible spiritual attack, they liken it, it's like fire. It's mm-hmm. like what a dragon breathes. Mm-hmm. That, what it, what, that fire of the dragon is called hell. It's hell mm-hmm. that comes out of the mouth of the dragon. How many of you believe? Mm-hmm. You get that? Mm-hmm. So when it's hell, it, where, what is happening on the earth is the reign of hell. Hell is raining down. Mm-hmm. Hell is talking about the invasion of spirits, natures, mm-hmm. all the, na- those natures of hell. Yeah. Where is it coming from? It's from there. It's a dragon. The dragon is breathing hell yeah. upon yeah. the earth. Is, hell is talking, talking about the, the... Hell is like a sea, but it's the, it's a, it's the sea of death. Praise God. It's a mixture of evil natures. Those evil spirits, they are wicked natures. Praise God. That's what the devil went up there to take so that he can release those natures upon the earth. So, and those things are flames. Men cannot resist the, being consumed by that. Are you getting me? So, that, the breath of the dragon is fairy. It's the evil nature, hellish nature. That's what I've been feasting upon men for thousands and thousands of years. Do you agree with me? Praise God. It has been doing that to raise men up a certain way. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, so, but when is the, the operation comes down and he has a, he has a, praise God, he has, um, he has, um, he become, begins to operate more like a serpent. Praise God. It's a different kind of thing. Praise God. It's a different kind of what? Of operation. It's not purely in terms of how you, how you are able to receive it. Now, it is avoidable. Praise God. His water is avoidable. Although it's venomous, but it's avoidable. Praise God. Um, so, you now discover that earth of the woman is not the same thing as earth 
of every other person who is uh, uh, are you getting what I'm saying? It's not the same. I mean, this woman who, because by this point here, she has moved into the wilderness. Do you agree? She's not the same now. God has helped her that she has moved from, from just every other earth. She's now on earth that has moved into the wilderness. Do you agree with that? So, the earth that has moved into the wilderness has, by God's grace, will have some measure of resistance against the venom of the serpent. Praise God. Now, the, the journey of the wilderness is to teach ascension into heaven. Right? It's to make her fully ascend into what? Heaven. But the flesh of the wilderness... That the flesh that, are of, that has gained strength in the wilderness has some degree of resistance mm. against the venom of the serpent. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. What is the meaning of that? I'm just telling you that when you are in the wilderness, when you are in the wilderness and you are, the, when you've been able to handle, to harness the power of the wilderness, is that you have gained some strength against things that crawl on the ground. Things that crawl on the ground means the serpent nature. Praise God. Things that are purely earthly, outward, will no longer have power. Are you getting me? Over the over man anymore. And because he has lost that position, there's a way he can attack. So the earth can help the woman. That earth helping is talking about some... There are different ways it will manifest. I don't know exactly how it will, but it will, it will manifest a certain way. Like Jesus, how Jesus was preserved the whole time. Right? Jesus' preservation right from when he was born up until when it was actually time for him to die, it wasn't all about him. There were things around that made sure that he did not die before time. Amen. Amen. So in summary, there will be a provision of God to make sure two things, that the woman can move very quickly, right? So which is the church, which are Christians, which are believers. Praise God. By the time the power of that deceptive power is broken, the deceptive power is what is broken and it is going to happen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. What is the deceptive that deceptive power, the, the kind that is very strong right now, where crazy things that occur to people, just things that are against God, against the truth, the strong delusions that are ongoing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Right now. Um, at a point those things will be broken. When they are broken, the, the, the truth will rise to the surface. It will be so easy for men to see and to identify and know the truth. Mm. It will be very clear that, wow, this is actually true. 
This is what men are supposed to live for. Mm. This is why men are supposed to, be, to live. Wow. The, to, in the church, it become very clear. Yes, this is our calling. Wow. This is all we are supposed to be doing. Be very clear. The yes, pur- pursuing God. Living after righteousness. Mm. Looking for our inheritance. Amen. Mm. Because of that, that cloud of darkness mm. has been broken. Mm. Amen. That season is the season that was prophesied in the book of Isaiah chapter 25. Mm. Right? Mm. said, In this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of hard things. Feast of fire, things full of marrow, full feast of wines, well refined. Wines on the lees, well refined. Praise God. So that is talking about the feast that should happen to produce overcomers. Right? Then when that overcomer, those overcomers have come, then he said, in this mountain will he destroy the face of the covering that is cast. Amen. So there is a covering above. Is a is a phase, right, that is cast over the nations. That covering must be, will be broken. That will happen. This covering over the nations right now, it won't always be like this. It will be broken at some point, and that is what the overcomers will do. That's the reason for the feast in Zion. Am I correct? It's to raise men who, by virtue of their ascension, they will break the covering that is cast over the nations. Amen. Amen. And the veil that is spread over their, all their heads shall be destroyed. Amen. Amen. Then when that happens, suddenly you see the, the tone of men will change. Let's see. Isaiah, that Isaiah 25. Something will just begin to occur to men or suddenly, all of a sudden. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, he will swallow up, swallow up death in victory. Are you seeing that? Yes, Verse 7, he will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people. That's the covering of deception. And the veil spread over all nations. And then he will swallow up death in victory. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. And the rebuke of his people shall he take away off all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. Then you know what will begin to occur. That it shall be said in that day, Lord, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. And for in this mountain shall the hand of the Lord rest and of Moab and Moab shall be trodden down underfoot. And even as straw is trodden down under the dung. You know, the Moab is the region that just before the the realm of Aha, for eternal inheritance. So this is talking about overcoming. Praise God. Then you now see verse 26. Of course, you know it's, it's a flow, right? Yeah. Verse 1, chapter 26, verse 1. That in that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. So we have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Then open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter. And then thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because thou trusted in him. Praise God. Amen. And you can go on and on and read all of that stuff. Praise God. So you are seeing this, the prophecy concerning that same season that will happen. It's the same prophecy of Isaiah chapter 2. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. That in that day shall the mountain of the Lord's house be established on the top of all the mountains. And then all what? 
And they shall now go and say, Come, let us go into the house of the God of Jacob, for he will teach us his way. He will cause us to walk in it. For out of Zion shall go for the law, and the word of God out of Jerusalem. Are you seeing that? That's also the prophecy. I think you also find it also, um, is it Amos or praise God? Now, so th- those prophecies are speaking about that season when that caste is broken, when there will be a, 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 almost a mass time of realization upon the earth. Then men will begin to respond and journey towards the, the Lord's house, towards the church, because that's where safety will will remain. Am I making sense? That's the same time when the Bible will say that seven women will lay hold on one man and say, no, don't worry, we won't, we'll bring our own food, our everything, don't take care of us, just let us bear your name. Are you getting me? Like they will just hold one man. Who is, who, what kind of man would that be? A man who has become a shelter, who God has made a shelter of salvation. Women will come and say, let us be, praise God. The Bible says, in that day, will a man will be a shelter from the wind. Mm. Praise the Lord. So those things are going to happen. That's where, of course, these shelters are this, this, the, the people of that company who have, who have overcome. Amen. So we can go on and on. These are, these are the prophecies of the scripture. And they are going to come to pass. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, so the Lord, you will see, will help the church. Mm. The church will come into a great season of help. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. Let's go back to chapter 12. Time is gone. So, Revelation. <clears throat> and the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman. Praise God. Amen. That he might cause her to be carried away by the flood. Then the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth. And swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Praise God. Is this part very clear to you? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So you mean the the church will get to a point where certain things cannot move her Mm. anymore. Mm. Certain things can move her. Mm. So whatever he can muster from that position... Mm. Because he doesn't have the advantage of deception anymore. Mm. He doesn't have the cast anymore. Mm. But whatever he brings will be glaring to the woman. Mm. And, and by this time, it's not even because she has already she has overcome or anything. Mm. Or she has the uh, heavenly strength. It's just that because he has come down, he can only speak f- from a certain, certain place. Mm. Amen. Amen. The only people that he can, the only people he can, that he will have, that will be prayed to him are those who didn't gain wings, mm-hmm. like as the as the eagle, and there will be men, many men, people like that who will, who will not gain wings and all, and who are not part of the church because they grew too much in terms of. The, in terms of the grew too much strength against God. Praise the Lord. They did what? They grew too much strength against God. They are strong. So you will, have, you will hardly find souls in the middle in this season. 
because it's no longer the time of deception. This, is, mm. this will be the age of Noah's. Everybody who you see, they know. Mm. They, those who you see, except some who will be hidden by true divine providence in recesses of the earth for specific, specific reasons. Mm. The Lord will hide some people in re- and there will be a way God can do that. Mm. Praise God. Mm. In particular regions of the earth. Mm. Amen. But ma- majorly, men will be Noah's on the earth. Mm. Men would have separated. Those who are not following God, it's not because they are ignorant. It's because they've gained too much stature of disobedience. And they don't. So it's not, it's not you, you hardly find people who say, no, I don't believe all this true. You mean really this one? The hope of humanity is just for, uh, to go to uh, God. You know the kind of things men say now. Mm. Where there's mixture. You're not too sure. Why, what is the real hope of? It won't be that way anymore. Mm. Because men, because of the, that deception has gone. So, you see, men who are able to see God and still have enough residue of life in them to respond to him, will respond quickly. Mm. Strength will be given to them to respond quickly. But there will be men on the other side who have gained too much stature mm. in, uh, in disobedience. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it says, And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. Verse 17. And the dragon was wroth with the word woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have what? The testimony of who? Of Jesus Christ. Was wroth with the woman and then went to make war with the remnant of Howard, of her seed, which keep the commandments of God. So you see the help. There will be there are some there are believers who will now also be, get to a point where they can war with the dragon, and the Lord will allow them to do that. Mm. Because for every soul to overcome, you must fight this war. Mm-hmm. No, no soul will escape this war <laughs> against the dragon. Mm. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. No soul will escape this war against the dragon. So the remnant of the seed who should also overcome will, uh, will also have, um, praise God, Hallelujah. exposure to this now. You see, you know, okay, why did they introduce the dragon in verse 17? It's the reason why, because mm. there will be a time when the, the operation of the, this dragon here is the, is the praise God, Hallelujah. is a way where the, the, dragons, the dragon's kind of nature and his kind of operation and activity can become found on the earth. Mm. And of course, for that can only happen in one way because he doesn't have the air anymore. Mm. The only way in that it can happen is that he must have raised preachers on the earth. So it is his preachers on the earth. Of course, we see, that's what chapter 13 now begins to speak about. You now see when that beast rises out of the earth, eventually, that's the full preaching ability or that's when the, that stature of the dragon comes into full maturity mm. where he can really, really make war mm. is when he has come to a very a preaching stature. Mm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when that 
second beast arises who looks like a lamb but speaks like a dragon. Mm. So it's, you see that speaking like a dragon, mm. that is the word. This verse 17 is with the remnant of the seed and all of that. Mm. It's when you have men on the earth who, have, who can preach, who have preaching ability. Amen. Mm. Like a dragon. And those ones, they will, they will, they will make war and war with the what? With the, with the saints, with a lot of saints at that time. Praise God. Um, I don't know if that answered your question. Praise God. Amen. Um, praise the Lord. Is there any other question today? <clears throat> praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for blessing us today. I pray that you use this word to establish us in the truth and in all righteousness. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.